Hey, good morning, and welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. There are balloons everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. We got we got a little balloon. Ooh, the balloons are floating over. The balloons, the balloons are floating over everywhere. We wanted everyone to see. I got little balloons. I got a little uh, hand, glove, rubber glove, and a little balloon here floating around. And the balloons are floating everywhere around the world, huh? It's crazy, isn't it? So, you know, when you dig into what's going on in the in the world, and not so much the political stuff, but from a technical perspective, very interesting uh, occurrences, right? How did it happen? Why is it happening? Why didn't we know this before? And I'm going to dive in a little bit on how this was an example and these are the Chinese balloons that are floating across the United States. If no one, if everyone's just totally oblivious to what's going on in the world. And um, I'm going to talk about how it is a perfect classic example of testing failure, bug fixing failure, requirements failure, scope failure that we see and fight every day in the agile environment. And you're like, well, how does this apply? I wanted to give you an example. So when you go talk to your teams, you Talk about testing and how you can do it and what you're doing with the limitations. You could just cite the, the darn Chinese balloons flying over and say, you're doing the same thing as the United States government did and the Air Force or NORAD did with letting these balloons just float across <laughs> the continental United States and apparently the world. I had to give, I give credit to the Chinese man. They figured out a loophole and, and exploited it. You got to give them credit on that. Um, and and discredit to our people <laughs> who didn't think about it. And I'm going to give an example why. So this is a 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And we're going to talk about balloons today. Balloons. Um, and we do this so that we can bring value to the customer not for crazy hours to do it and have a little fun on the way along the way. I guess I'm having a little bit of fun. I did write a lot of notes on what my thoughts were on this activity because I wanted to capture what was going on and give you give everyone a little rundown on how this works. <clears throat> and I also want to try to keep things relevant. I mean, people want to talk about what happened 20 years ago. I want to talk about what happened this week or last last week and how it relates to an agile thought process and what we do and what you have to watch out for. Because it's a great example to use when you talk to teams about testing and scope and how do you how do you figure things out and why you should be using automation the way you should be using it and not the way you're using it right now. So let's talk about that. So let's just talk about um, the balloons first. Let's give a little scenario. So apparently the Chinese figured out a hole, a hole in our defense and... Um, Maybe they knew, maybe they didn't. You know, you never, you never know what people people spy on everyone all the time. So they find stuff out. So, so Norad's defense system was basically designed to look for airplanes and high speed aircraft and missiles and all that flying into United States airspace. And that was a criteria. So you know, hundreds of miles an hour, big metal things, stuff like that. So it was designed to look for that. Though it could find everything, but we scoped it in so narrow for that, anything else was considered an anomaly. It was like a glitch in the system, not there. 
So the same thing goes with testing. So let's say you tell your testing, this is exactly what I want you to test for. And that's all they test for. And this is where test good testers know what the hell they're doing. We're bad testers. Just do what you tell them and don't look around. And this is the difference between a good tester and someone who just does what you say. A good tester would be like, okay, I'm going to verify what you did. Actually, what a good tester would do, I'm going to automate the testing requirement to match what you told me you want me to test because that's that. Why the automation is running, I'm going to go and test other things and see what other things will click off and show off a glitch. That's how a real good tester, someone who just listens to you on, will just be, I'm going to manually test for the criteria you want. A good test would be, I'm going to automate that manual operation to match your requirement because it's very specific and make sure it works every time. And then I can run it for eternity. But as, an, as a good tester, I'm also going to look around. So what if you wrote code that your thing worked perfectly, but totally destroyed a whole nother system in another system? Do you think you did a good job? You passed your scope, your testing passed, but you broke everything else. And a good tester would go around and make sure nothing else failed, right? I saw something post the other day. The person was making, they should write the test criteria. The product owner should do write test criteria. I'm like, no, they shouldn't. They write acceptance criteria. Test criteria is what a tester does to make sure whatever you created doesn't take the whole system down, has a bunch of other things. There's other corporate level stuff that just needs to be done. That's all part of your test criteria. The, the business owner, the product owner shouldn't be writing all that stuff. So that's a that's another derivation out there. And I think I have a show from a while ago about acceptance criteria and testing. So anyway... So the software coded was wrote to ignore things that flew at trade wind speeds or like ducks, right? It, it was it was designed to ignore flocks of geese because otherwise you'd set it off every fall, right? Ignore stuff that would just float along the sky in the trade winds and then that shape because it figured just something floating in the trade winds. So the software was designed. So this is a design flaw, right? So it was designed to not pay attention to that and then when the so so i love this so it's probably some low level military person then noticed there was glitches in the system and reported it up and then somebody read the manual and said well you know what it doesn't meet the criteria so don't report it to anybody because it's still working we we troubleshoot it it's meeting the requirement much like linkedin when I say LinkedIn, you're displaying the wrong information, which I should put up, by the way, because we do our Tuesday show. I'll put I'll put the United States. So I'm going to scroll across the United States jobs. So like the fact that they're no, it's working perfectly. This is LinkedIn to me. Just like these balloons. Oh, the system's working purpose, perfectly. It's working to what the requirements said. Now, why, and it's coming across the board right now, it's coming, it's going across. We're at Agile Project Managers. There's 443,000 positions in LinkedIn over the past month, and we do this show every Tuesday. Just to share what's out there. Someone go out there and look at, as, as a whole, what's going on. we got Project Manager, and wait to it, wait to it. Enterprise Coach, 116,000 job positions that match Enterprise Coach. Now, Agile Coach is 53,000 positions okay 
that's wrong. No way. And this is where the testers and the troubleshooters don't have any clue what the hell they're talking about, right? There's no way at enterprise coach level jobs are more than the agile coach level jobs. It's just not possible. So it's just like the balloon. Oh, just ignore it. It's meeting what we said. It's just displaying the information and then it's correct. But from an HR or someone who would know it would be like, no, that's not correct. There, there's not 113,000 enterprise coaching jobs in our system. And there's no way there's more enterprise coaching jobs. And there are agile coaching jobs. It just doesn't work. Yet they don't want to listen to me. So I'm flowing the flags up to them and telling them. So it's just like the balloon thing. So this is the classic testing problem and a bug and a, and a bug troubleshooting problem. We fixed the bug, but we don't know what caused the bug. This is where teams need to go out and find out what caused the bug. Why is it doing it? Is this really what we want to do? And when someone actually finally did it, they go, oh, there's a little balloon. Woohoo, little balloon floating across the sky across the you know and it had probably had some propulsion apparently it had solar panels on it probably had little propellers that would kind of move it along but no faster than the trade winds because they knew there was a flaw a gap in the specs or how the procedures were to handle it for the military so of course they have spies somewhere in there um but the problem is it just missed the possibility so the PO missed the whole other possible. Maybe developers could have brought it to light in a potential opportunity. So they said it met spec. It met the requirement. So this is classic testing. This is classic scope. This is classic requirement screw up where it met the criteria. Let's move on to the next one. However, it caused the, there's glitches is picking up. And maybe there's a reason why it's glitching. Something's wrong that you're not detecting. And you got to spend a little bit of time investigating that, right? Just like the glitch here in LinkedIn when they said there's 113,000 enterprise coaching jobs over the past month and only 60,000 or so, whatever, Scrum Master or Agile Coach position. There's no way that's true, right? It's just not true. But they're like, but it's working perfectly. It's working to spec. It's working the way it's supposed to. So we just ignore it and write it off. Same thing happened to Balloon. Some, I'm telling you, some level-level person noticed, hey, you know, we're getting these things a few times now, and they're floating across, and we should really kind of keep an eye on for this. Oh, no, it's okay. It's meeting spec. Move on. We have more things we got to do. We don't have to worry about it. And lo and behold, the Chinese are taking pictures and whatever they're doing across the United States. It just, it's classic. So I wanted to share that with you as a classic example where you create the automate. So you write the code, you, you test things. You should be automating. A good tester would automate what you want for requirement and then go off during the sprint and test other things that aren't part of the requirement, aren't quite part of what the product owner wanted because you never know. They focus on what they want business. Of course, they don't want to break in anything else. And you can't go back, well, you didn't tell us you didn't want us to break everything else in the system. That's assumed <laughs> that the team checks that stuff out. So maybe this would be a great experiment. You know, you can have some fun with, maybe I should do a fun thing. Fun thing with balloons, 
right? Everyone get a balloon and blow it up. And here I found, find things that you can turn into balloons, right? And just remind everyone, see, this is a classic example of people not investigating why bugs happen. What's causing the bugs? Oh, the bug went away. I'm like, oh my God, I just love it. The bug went away. Don't you know what caused the bug and why the bug? No, we don't know, but it went away, so we don't care anymore. I mean, oh, maybe the release that went up fixed the bug. You should really kind of understand what caused the bug. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent here. And um, <laughs> don't get me started. I just love it when people say, oh, it went away. I'm like, well, maybe it's going to come back a very critical moment. Maybe like during tax season or something like that it would be bad. Anyway. So I just want to share that with you. It's a great example to talk to teams about testing, troubleshooting, bug determination, finding some root cause, doing a little bit of a deep dive. It doesn't take much. Say, hey, we got a glitch. Someone fly a plane up there and see if you can find it. What it is. We're tracking it. It's tracking. It's working in the system. But it doesn't meet our criteria for an airplane or a missile or something. But maybe someone just should just fly a plane up there. Or go look out the freaking window and see what the hell it is. Oh, no, we can't spend our time doing that. It takes too much time. So it's a great example. When you get a bug <laughs> or you're looking at requirements, you ask the question, as I always, did you test outside the ground? Oh, no, I didn't. How do you know you didn't break something else? Well, we don't know. Don't you think you should know? Well, no, the requirement is what we do in the sprint. And I don't worry about work we did. Um, two sprints ago or whatever, and I don't know worry about regression testing. And that's another person's that's another person's job to check our regressing testing because we sent that on. We as a team don't need to worry about that. So I just wanted to share that with you as an example. And again, just like in LinkedIn, 117,000 enterprise coach jobs versus what 53,000 that's coming up here in the United States for here we go enterprise coaching jobs. 116,000 over the past month. Agile coaching jobs, 53,000 postings over the past uh, month. You know it's wrong. It's just wrong. It's just like the Chinese weather balloon. I should send LinkedIn, Chinese weather balloon. Uh, your code is broken. You're showing the wrong stuff. Maybe you should talk to your HR. I'll put that in LinkedIn today. <laughs> They're going to ignore me. I tell them, I said, I should tell them, hey, you got Chinese water balloons. Anyway, have fun. Enjoy your day. Happy scrumming. And take care of yourself. Have some fun. Enjoy life. And we are gone. See you later, everyone.